Welcome to Around Kansas. I'm Deb Goodrich. And I'm Michelle Martin. And it's great to be with you today. And as we get accustomed to our online format, we're making a couple of changes. You know, we're trying to figure out work, what works best. And we've decided that that Wednesday show um, where we had, you know, different segments in one show is probably the best thing to do. So from now on, our show will be uploaded on Wednesdays and we will bring you history and wildlife and fun stuff all in one big show. So we're, we're kind of happy about that because honestly, putting three shows together a week was just killing me. I'm too old for this stuff. Well, it's, it's different age and time for TV production and for us to be putting together three shows a week while we absolutely love it, it is a little difficult. Uh, Deb has a very busy schedule right now. Your Santa Fe Trail events, your work at the Fort Wallace Museum, your documentary TV, you know, your TV work, your film work, um, my dissertation work. Uh, we are two busy women. So folks, um, we are really happy to be able to come to you once a week, like we used to, just in a little different format and bring you all the kinds of fun and interesting segments you're used to. That reminds me, Michelle, when I was at Blackjack a couple of weeks ago or two years ago, you know, whatever it was now, who, who can keep up with time? Um, I had a gentleman come up and was talking about the show and he was talking about how much he enjoyed it. I really like that Michelle Martin, he said. So the, the fan club is building, you know, we're adding folks every day. So it's really nice when people come up and say things like that. Well, that's really sweet to know, especially since it's been a while since I lived in Kansas and I used to be at Living History events every weekend, sometimes two events a weekend, depending on what was going on. Sometimes in the summer, three or four events a week. And I was everywhere in Kansas, like you are. And so that's really sweet. And what that tells me is that we are bringing uh, our viewers, not only in Kansas, but around the world, interesting, fun things that uh, hopefully perk perk you up and give you a smile or make you think and uh, inspire you a bit. Well, I think so, and I sure hope so. And today we're going to bring you in our history segment, some Kansas oddities. And there are a lot of Kansas oddities. And before we get started on some of our favorites, I wanna give a shout out to my friend, Roger Ringer, who wrote the book, Kansas Oddities. And that was published with, um, the History Press, or what's their name now, Michelle? We've got some books with them. The um, History Press. Yeah, the History Press. <laughs> or uh, Arcadia is another imprint they have. So you can find mm -hmm. Roger's books in uh, a lot of places and uh, learn about all kinds of other oddities, thanks to Roger. So um, yeah, just want to give a shout out to him. So with that, let's talk about uh, the picture behind me. Yes, talk about fun and uplifting stuff here. Um, this is the execution of the Lincoln conspirators, um, the folks who were convicted of conspiring to kill President Lincoln in 1865. 
And Kansas has tons of Lincoln connections, and we'll be talking about those on future shows. But we've got a couple of interesting connections to that today that we're going to share with you. And you know, Deb, I have a connection to uh, that photo behind you because one of the individuals standing on that gallows is Mary Surratt, who owned the boarding house where John Wilkes Booth and the other conspirators were said to have met and planned the execution of, or the assassination execution, yes, of President Lincoln. And I had the opportunity at Fort Scott National Historic Site one year during their Civil War weekend event uh, we did a Chautauqua style program and I portrayed Mary Surratt. Oh, wow. And actually um, imagined if Mary could have had her say, if she right. could have really had her say that day in court. And so I've actually portrayed Mary Surratt. So that makes our first oddity a little creepy, a little eerie for me. Well, I've actually spoken to the Surratt Society in what used to be Surratt, Maryland. They changed it, I uh, wonder why, after that. And I think now is it at Clinton, Maryland? I'm not sure, but it was a, a wonderful group and they uh, are really full of great historians. And they do a lot of um, cool events throughout the years. And for the direct connection to this execution, we go to the Kansas State Historical Society. And you just can't believe the things that show up. But as Michelle and I well know, folks in the 19th century were the most notorious souvenir collectors, mm -hmm. I think of any time in world history. And they destroyed and dismantled things to get souvenirs. So once the hanging, the hanging had occurred, uh, there were four people hanged at once. The scaffold was taken apart. The rope was cut up into pieces and given to folks as souvenirs. The scaffold was taken apart. So we have in the Kansas State Historical Society, and it has been on display from time to time, the piece of the scaffolding that Mary Surratt was hanged from. And mm -hmm. one of uh, a historian expert, and gosh, I'm so sorry, his name escapes me, but he examined all the photographs, you know, close-ups of the uh, scaffold and then the piece of the um, uh, scaffold that we have and figured out that that is the one that Mary, bless her heart, was hanged from. So just, you can't make this stuff up. You just really can't. Yeah, and you're right. It has been on display from time to time. Uh, if you actually want to learn a little more about it, if you visit the Kansas Memory website, you can actually put in the search box, um, Mary Surratt Gallows, and then you can see it and it gives you some more information. And yeah, it's Obviously, you know, we have those connections to Lincoln. One of our strongest connections is Senator James Henry Lane, who during the war was uh, responsible for and put together, if you will, his own little private army protective detail to help provide security in Washington, D.C. and for the president. And um, 
you know, Lane himself, um, after the assassination, uh, really um, never recovered from that. Uh, I think he felt personally responsible as if, you know, obviously he had somehow in some way let the president down. Um, so, you know, we have, you know, our connections to Lincoln are numerous. And Jim Lane was also the man that kept Mary Surratt's daughter from reaching President Johnson to beg for a pardon yes. for, um, for her mother. And he was uh, physically restrained her at the door. He and another senator mm -hmm. physically restrained her. And yeah, so tons of connections. And another really cool connection, not quite as depressing, is the beer pitcher from yeah. which beer that Abraham Lincoln drank while he was in Kansas was poured. And that was at the Delahaye home in Leavenworth when Lincoln was visiting in 1859 and preparing to run, kind of testing his speeches and all that stuff mm -hmm. for his campaign. And that is on exhibit in the Frontier Army Museum on the post at Fort Leavenworth, along with um, a carriage that he rode in. Yes. And all kinds of other cool stuff. So yeah, some really cool Lincoln connections there. And you know, folks, that is a fantastic museum to visit. If you have not, you need to put it on your list. But do remember getting on post will take you a little more time, not only because of safety issues, but COVID. So you'll want to make sure that you your driver's license is current, you have your current insurance and registration, and your license plate tags are current because if they're not, you will not get on post. So definitely go to Fort Leavenworth and visit the folks at the Frontier Army Museum and tell them we sent you. It is a beautiful museum with amazing pieces of American history that you will want to see. It's, it's way cool. So Michelle, you've got a connection to another bad girl that has a Kansas connection. So why don't you talk about that oddity? Yes, I do, Deb. What is it about me and bad girls? I don't know. Hmm. Well, um, I've had the opportunity uh, working with KTWU and our good friends, Jim Kelly and Scott Williams when he was working there. Uh, to work on Sunflower Journeys. And one of the Kansas bad girls that I portrayed was the notorious Kate Bender of the Bloody Benders. And another Kansas oddity at the Kansas State Historical Society is a knife that was discovered inside a clock uh, that belonged to the Bloody Benders after their crimes and misdeeds had been discovered and townspeople and others uh, descended upon their wayside stop and began excavating and finding the 13 bodies that we know of. And so, and that again is an item that is from time to time on display. And it is pretty darn creepy, uh, but it is said that Kate Bender after her father and brother um, cracked people in the heads with the big hammers. It is said that she finished off victims with a swift cut of the knife across the throat. So it could possibly be the very knife she used to finish wow. the deed. Oh, wow. What a gruesome story. Um, you know, mm -hmm. the Benders, the story of the Benders has been um, retold in countless old TV shows. I remember one on Big Valley 
a story where Nick Barkley falls in love with a girl and she's based on Kate Bender. Mm -hmm. um, But so many of those old movies and TV shows uh, based plots on the story of the Benders. So yeah, really. Well, you know, even Laura Ingalls Wilder later in her life, after she had written her books, uh, Laura gave a speech at a library. I believe it was in Detroit, Michigan. She gave a speech and in which she said that her father, Charles, had been uh, went and helped look for the benders after the crimes had been committed or that he had had an association of some nature with the benders. And the problem with that is the fact that the the uh, Ingalls family left Kansas in 1871 and the Benders were coming in around 1871 and their crimes were discovered in 1873. So it would have been a little hard for Pa to make it from Pepin, Wisconsin back to Kansas to look for Kate Bender. But it shows you the power of that Bender lore and myth and legend and how people were wanting to be somehow connected to this infamous notorious well-known western event it also shows you how the facts get in the way of a good story sometimes exactly foreign historians that's right so what else have you got for us michelle well you know actually um right now on display and i believe you're familiar with the museum i believe it's in hill city the automotive museum has another sorry it's just, this is, we can't this is another it. connection to a presidential assassination. We did not plan it that way. It just, no. oh my gosh. It just so, happened that way. But it just happened that way. Right now, you can actually see the hearse that carried the body of assassinated President John Fitzgerald Kennedy from the hospital to Air Force One when his body was taken back to Washington, D.C., and we're all familiar with the famous photograph of uh, Vice President Johnson being sworn in aboard Air Air Force One with a stunned uh, Jackie Kennedy there wearing her beautiful pink suit with the pill, you know, that had that pillbox hat that everybody was emulating, but it is that blood-spattered pink suit. Um, And so that actual hearse is on display it is on display at the graham county auto and art museum that just opened this year and stephen tebow had uh, from hill city had a big car collection and he wanted to show it off craig simono and i hope i'm uh, pronouncing his name correctly is president of the museum and that white cadillac um and marla went to see this i haven't gotten up to see it yet because like you said my schedule it is a 1964 cadillac hearse and it is white and marla said that part of the exhibit talks about jackie asking them for a white hearse because she didn't like the black ones and this guy Mm -hmm had a a hearse that was set up as an ambulance because I can remember when hearses and ambulances were the same thing you know and they were answering you know the wreck calls and all this stuff so this was for an ambulance and the the gentleman said you know there's nothing in there 